Hello everyone, Frida Safik here. This episode of Dragopedia, we talk about a lot of heavy stuff. So if you are triggered by conversations surrounding depression, body image, etc., this episode might not be for you. Thank you. Hello guys, girls and non-binary pals. I am Frida Safik. And I'm Claudia Gabor. And welcome to Dragopedia. This week, we talk about all things social media. Hiya, Claudia. Hi, Frida. Oh my God, hello. Um, how are you feeling this fine day? What's What's been going on? Any news, anything happening this week? Do you know, um, I feel like most people this week, I've kind of, I felt like I've hit a lull a little bit this week. Um, I found myself a couple, couple of days where I've um, re-watched Murder, She Wrote. Okay, yeah. Um, and it's been terrible and I've cracked up and but I've not I've managed to kind of keep it together, try to keep busy. Yeah. Me too. Shoplifting mainly. Yeah. <laughs> I've kind of felt like I've sort of gotten to a point now where I'm just kind of really tired and like I mean not to start this episode off on a really like sad note, but yeah. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Really exhausted and kind of be asked. This is it, isn't it? Because everything you've You've rattled your brain to try and do. You've yeah. already done it within the first one of the first or second lockdown. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like it's like in the first lockdown, everyone was like, learn a new skill and bake banana bread. And now everyone's like, just do whatever. Like go to bed yeah. early. This is it, isn't it? Everyone's just asleep. Yeah, exactly. Or watching the crown. Yeah. Oh no, it's now Bridgerton. People are watching Bridgerton now. Oh, it's that's the one. It's Bridgerton now, isn't it? Yeah, and that new um gay TV show that Tesco was talking about has just Yeah, that it's a sin. Which I haven't watched, but I will. And by the time this comes out, I probably would have watched it. Oh Christ. Oh girl, you're gonna you're gonna be ill. Get tissues and everything. Oh shit. Does people people die? Get tissues. Right? Yeah. I mean, you can kind of spoil it because by the time this comes out, everyone would have watched it, but um, not me. But um, that's true. It's sad. Everyone, people die, and uh, I, I've seen the trailer, and the trailer was like it was sort of really weird because this was filmed before lockdown. I'm assuming. Yes. For coronavirus and everything, and so what. The trailer was sort of being like downplaying like AIDS is like, is it really that serious? Like, because that was sort of I guess the the thought process at the time, and yeah, in a way I was watching it going, oh shit, this is a uh, very very relevant right now. Well, yeah, this is it, it's it because it because I thought that and it was where it was it came out the way it was filmed as well, uh, and there's some scenes in there where obviously the way they think about um. The way it was con- cross contamination and infection rates and things like that. Yeah. And when that was on last night, I kind of thought that, and I was like, ah. Oh. So, and obviously, it's not the same. I thought it's in that that medical unknown, isn't it? And yeah. I thought, oh, it's very. I thought, yeah, it's poignant that this has come out now. People are sort of like they don't really know everything, and so they're just kind of going off what the government's been saying, but also the government doesn't know what they're talking about. So everyone's like, well, it's a hoax. Yeah, this is true. There's a microchip in the vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> I microchip had, in the vaccine. I have had part one of the vaccine and I can wholeheartedly say that um, I get messages from 
the FBI, the CIA, the the government saying that um, I am being, being tracked. You're being tracked. Yeah, can yeah. sit. So it's true, guys. It's true. You do get tracked. Don't, because there's going to be some sad bastard that is listening to us right now <laughs> talking. And they are actually be, see, I told you, it's on Dragopedia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on Dragopedia, it must be true. <laughs> um, I don't know if you remember, but a few episodes ago, we did mention about you going on with a date with a guy. Awesome. Oh, yes. Have you got any updates with that? Because we haven't done the updates recently. Uh, yes, um, I'm seeing him again tomorrow. Okay. Uh, for any, uh, any freaky time or...? It's not. It's not like um. It's not like sexy time or anything. It's just date number two, which is a, a socially distanced wander. Okay, cool. We're gonna go, we're gonna go for another hiking date because that's all we can do now, isn't it? Yeah. We've all turned in. We've all turned into Bear Grylls, and it's like we live country file now. Well, that's the thing. Like my mom will message me like, "Oh, do you want to do you want to go out like tomorrow, or whatever? Like, do you want to come round?" And I'm literally sat there like, well, "Oh, I can't say I'm going for a meal because restaurants aren't open. I can't say I'm doing this because uh, that's not open." I was like, um, "No, I'm I'm asleep. No, I'm going to be uh, at bed early. I, I'm already asleep right now. I'm asleep right now. No, this is an automated message. No, I can't. Sorry. I am in a meeting. I will call back." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that's very exciting. That's very. Oh yeah, it like is, hoping, isn't it? Are you hoping um, to go somewhere? Well, it's um, yeah, yeah. Okay. It, it's just very new at the minute, so I don't want to jinx it. It's kind of, it's kind of yeah. There's kind of like no agenda. There's no pressure. There. So, I mean. I mean, like, I don't know, will he be watching this or will I to say? Yeah. Okay. okay. I don't know, I don't know if you were holding back because he might be listening. Oh, no, I'm just, it's just very, um, yeah, it's just very, very new. So, and there's just, yeah, there's just, it's just going with the flow at the minute. Well, that's exciting. Oh, I'm very, oh, I'm very happy for you. Thank you. Thank you. It's cute. Um, Today, I do want to touch on, um, like, social media and social media with drag and stuff. Yes. Um, <laughs> we sort of, like, touched on it a bit with Gladys. I don't know if this episode will go out before Gladys is or not, but it might go out after Gladys is, actually. Um, but basically, yeah, social media and drag, how it kind of affects our lives, but also how it can be such a negative thing as well. Yeah. Oh, we should have had Kai on. Oh. Shouldn't we? Because oh, I know we didn't think of that, did we? No. See, dear listeners. <laughs> See, dear listeners. We aren't all. We aren't always fabulous and perfect. A hundred percent of the time. We are showing a bit of vulnerability at the moment. I know it's hard to believe. Uh, but yeah, um, I think it's all too easy. I think it's all too easy, isn't it, to to succumb to that kind of social media pressure um especially at the minute more so because what else is there to do other than to pretend that we all live this fabulous life in lockdown yeah well that's the thing like i know uh anna messaged me at the beginning of lockdown and we're sort of like i'm feeling a lot of i don't know if i'm meant to be saying i'll probably yeah i'll say it anyway um 
she said that she feels a lot of pressure with social media. She said that she feels very anxious putting on drag because it's, I, I mean, I know Gladys felt the same way as well. It was like, there's, it's not really like, it's not, it's not as uh, fun, if that makes any sense. Yes. You know what I mean? There's no audience behind it. So it just feels really strange doing it all online because there's like, it just doesn't make any sense. And so I guess, uh, I mean, Gladys as well. And I like those type of queens really just took a massive break from drag and um, didn't really get back into it until the bars opened, really. That's it, isn't it? I think a lot of people, when especially if they aren't stage performers, it's that reaction, isn't it? Yeah, it's exactly. that crowd. It's even just performing to anybody. Uh-huh. They have that look on people's faces, and that's what you feed off, isn't it? So well, I think when it's online, it was very novel at first, and I can see how people, it's like ebbs and flows, and I can see how people are like, yeah, and having a break from it and then doing it again. Um, yeah, and I I'm really missing this, the whole interaction side of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That whole, that whole physical, the physicalness uh-huh. of stage of stage performing. Because that's the thing, like when the whole drag aisle thing was proposed, I mean, Chris Howe didn't say anything, but we were sort of talking about it. Oh, could it be online? But at the same time, like things like the live and like even my number and yours, that really, really needed a reaction from the crowd to like get us going and like hype us up. Yeah. Like, it just wouldn't have really worked. Like, I feel like if it's online, it could have done, but it wouldn't have had the same effect. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't have. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? Because you need that that laugh. You need to physically be able to hear it to carry on to your next to your next joke and your next part of your number. Yeah, exactly. Because I think it just it fuels it more, doesn't it? And it, that, and I always find it helps us perform better. And you probably would have shut up um, sooner if people weren't laughing. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or if, or if someone would have just took the microphone off me. If Chris Howe had just turned your microphone off as soon as you finished, then you probably would have shut off. It would have been fabulous, but <laughs> he didn't. But he didn't, and Ophelia just let me carry on. Yeah, Ophelia should have went. Mm, give me that. Yeah, just take it off me, bitch. Just take <laughs> it off me, bitch. But, but alas, no, she made me look like an absolute fool. No, you looked a bit, it was so funny. It was so funny. Um, I remember watching that I can't back. even watch it back. I watched it back with oh. Ivy because she hadn't seen it, obviously, and I was lit- we were both literally sitting there crying. Well, before I'd even got on stage, I think I drank two bottles of wine anyway. Shock. So, yeah. And then a little bottle of driving Prosecco. I wasn't driving, I was just in the car. So I had a bottle of driving Prosecco. Uh-huh. And then and then I think I might have had a couple of bottles of lager as well. So I was fairly on my way by that point. Yeah. And did you not yeah, see that? I, uh, I, I often saw like Gucci basically being like, fuck's sake, Chloe, get together. Like a proper pageant. Yeah, she, totally, isn't she? Yeah. And then I... I just, I just, I can remember what, I went to take a drink of my drink and she just, this hand just grabbed my bottle and then it just went on for the tip. I was just like, okay, I'm putting my drink down. And then she was like, you can have a drink when you get off stage. I remember when you came off stage and Gucci turned you and was like, what the fuck did you do? I thought, oh, look at Leila now, she's going to have to go change. Or because of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. It made my day. I was like. I, I'm, all, I'm, I'm always getting shouted at. 
was literally like, oh. I am always I'm always getting shouted at <laughs> it was so funny it was so funny but apart from coronavirus though we've seen like social media really take effect on people's lives a bit like um like you said like Kai um I don't know if anyone knows but Kai has gotten into a relationship with quite a famous person in the gay world um, yes. and people aren't too happy about it and she's gone through a roller coaster of emotions um well it seems to be people from india it's that well that's what she said didn't she she said that it seems to be it's people it's mainly people from countries where being gay is sort of illegal yeah so they hide behind these profiles of like british people so then they can disguise themselves so then people don't come and hunt them down because they're engaging in homosexual activity. Do you know what? I really miss that because I used to get loads of messages off Indian men on Instagram oh. and I don't anymore. I don't I, anymore. I thought, you were about to say, I thought you were about to say, I really miss when gay used to be illegal. That as well, yes. Put them in jail. <laughs> Open the jails. Open the jails. Put the gays in there. Especially yet brave. But some gays make me homophobic. Uh, yes, there's one or two that that do that to me as well. Not as, as a whole, just the odd one. Yeah. I think, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. like you. Deserve rights, personally. Some people don't. Some people I don't deserve them. <laughs> um, but it was, yeah, Kai's, uh, there's people like Kai who have felt the bad effects of social media, but also, like, I mean, he grew followers in the space of like overnight. I literally was like, "Did he buy them? What? what happened? Yeah, it was like it was instant, wasn't it? It just went from yeah. like a normal amount of followers, like followers, to like this ridiculous amount. It was crazy. Yeah, 20, it was literally twenty thousand, wasn't it? Yeah, in the space of yeah, yeah. in the space of twenty four hours, and you think, "Wow, how can so many people be that invested?" Yeah, in somebody else's relationship. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Social media gives you that option that you that people feel like they can comment on anything. Uh, feel like that people feel like they have an opinion on anything because it's so easy to leave a comment on things. And then also you've got the other side of it as well is that people expect people to reply instantly because replies are so yeah. instant, things are so instant all the time that people expect everyone to just give them attention instantly and give them some kind of opinion in instantly and that's not the case in real world yeah and I feel yeah like everyone's everything's just a little bit too accessible isn't it yeah yeah exactly and I think that's the trouble because then it just in that aspect I, I find oh well or I would imagine especially in the likes of Kai it would just become relentless yeah and time and time zones these motherfuckers never let up <laughs> uh-huh it's like because it's because it's someone's constantly waking up yeah and then you're getting someone, shit off them too someone's awake somewhere yeah it is up time for somebody yeah and that's the thing with it? social media is that because it's worldwide no matter where you are unless you're in like north korea because it is literally social media is literally worldwide there's always someone up at a certain time given their opinion about something you posted whether it be 10 years ago or 10 minutes ago yeah it's, it's crazy isn't it yeah um and then you've also got the others and then you've also got people that 
for legal reasons, we're not going to say their name, but you've also got people who have been exposed over social media and yes. had their had shitty things that they've done in the past be suddenly sort of come to light and then for I guess the good sometimes it's the bad so but for this reason particularly I'm talking about it was definitely for the good let me just say that I agree but what do you think about here like, here <laughs> but what do you think about like that whole thing of cancel culture whether it be for the good or the bad what do you think about it um I kind of feel, oh, see, like, yeah, I can see when it, I, I appreciate when it's warranted. Yeah. I think sometimes it's used a little bit too frivolously, shall we say. 100%. Um, but yeah, I think if, if the actions are deserved, then by all means, I think people have a right to cancel yeah. people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's sometimes I feel like it's done for stupid reasons. Well, not maybe stupid reasons, but reasons unbeknownst to the rest of us. Right. So then again, and then, and then again, they're going to receive that kind of myriad of crap again, aren't they? For, yeah. Again, on social media, because not everyone necessarily wants to air the dirty laundry, do they? But also, it's the thing of like white people will say, "Oh, you're cancelled because that offended me." Because, no, white people will say, oh, you're racist and that offended me. And then, like, you're cancelled. And then on the other side, so then they're sort of speaking for people of colour. And then you don't know if that if people of colour are, like, offended by that or not. Like, that's not your place to say, if that makes sense. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, like, cis people are cancelling people for saying something transphobic when really it should be up to the trans the uh trans person to say that yeah a trans person to give that opinion whether yeah it's almost it's almost like cis cis people are becoming the new like the new the, that new straight kind of person isn't it who yeah gets oh well that's wrong and that's wrong it's like no bitch like uh-huh it, it's live and let live like really I, I don't it really it really bugs me how when people, like you say, they get so invested and are so bothered about what's going on in someone else's life yeah. that they feel the need, that they get to police mm -hmm. what they think's right and what's wrong and what other people do. I think it's mental. Yeah. I mean, providing you're, not, providing you're not breaking any serious rules, boys and girls, <laughs> and, everyone, and everyone's above the age of consent, uh -huh. then I don't, I feel like, um, is it really anyone else's place to call? Like, I always say, do what you want as long as it doesn't hurt someone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean... And if, you have drugs, and if you have drugs, do share them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, Don't be mean. But yeah, social media is a bit of a... It's a bit of a weird one. It is a bit of like a... Yeah. It's a bit of a... It's a... It's yeah, a, because... Because it, sometimes... Yeah, because it can be so open season, can't it, sometimes? Yeah. And it's, you've just got to be, I think you've just got to be aware, haven't you, of what could possibly come from this. Yeah. And, and I what think you're going also, to get. Like what was said with Gladys as well, was that, um, uh, I mean, if you haven't listened to the Gladys episode, please do. It was very, very good. It was very informative. But basically Gladys was saying how it's very like, 
you need to like post all the time because then people forget about you but then when you post all the time you get all this good attention then people then you sort of start to feel like oh do I really deserve this like am I actually that yeah. good you know it's, you start to doubt yourself yeah and I think I'm in a very good position where I'm sort of not intimidated by big fashion queens like what I said earlier like Sasha Valor and Gigi Good and people like that I'm yeah. not really intimidated by people who are um looking good all the time and like doing out all these crazy costumes and everything like really the people that I'm sort of most intimidated by are like the performance side like people who will like oh my god oh my god uh do you know girls allowed yes so girls allowed did this um I don't know if you've seen it but girls allowed did this like drive-through sort of concept where they were on a massive stage and there was just yes. watching them because it was like a social distance concept but it literally looked like they were the only bitches and I was Absolutely. like I want to do that and I am upset that I'm not doing that and I was sort of exactly like oh I just want to do that like right now I just want to go do you know it's funny you should say that because I only said yesterday to Gucci I was like I want to form a drag band I was like and yeah. like a girl band but I just can't think for the life of me what girl band to do. Well, because Girls Aloud have done, have been done. Spice yeah. has been done. Has Little Mix been that... done? Destiny's Child has been done. Yeah. Um, I don't think Little Mix has been done, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we could do... Um, I don't know. We're... Oh, well... We could do, like, Fifth Harmony. Ah, uh, yeah, but then they did it on Drag Race last year, didn't they? That was Vivian's group, yeah. wasn't it? Oh, God. Who could we do? What? We'll have to have, we'll have, to have a think of that. UK, like, girl bands? There is really none, is there? There isn't, isn't that... Oh, no, we're going to be Eternal, good one. Atomic Kitten? Oh, yeah, that's camp. <laughs> that is camp. Atomic Kitten and be called, like... Nuclear puppy. <laughs> Pussy missile. Pussy missile. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Torpedo fanny. <laughs> oh, I need to think of this. I need to think. I've been racking my brains for days thinking about what band to do. What have you got? What you got? Well, um, I only thought of the Pussycat Dolls and I stopped thinking. Pussycat Dolls? Yeah, and they could be called the Bussycat Dolls. The bu okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. Aye, sure. That's a really good name, that. Aye. You camp that. No, but you know what I mean? Pussycat like, Dolls. Like, <clears throat> I literally, I don't know how I'm going to do it because I don't really, yeah, I don't really know how to do it. But... I'll find a way and I really want to do something like that. Like that just looked incredible. Like, you know, when like Bianca Del Rio sells out Wembley Stadium? Yes. No, not, it wasn't stadium, it was arena. Sorry, it was arena. Um, but she set, sold out Wembley Arena and then you've got people like, I said it like just all these queens, whether they be drag race or not, just performing to these massive crowds. Like Juno Birch did this thing in she did a br brunch in Manchester and the crowd was just absolutely massive and I was like how the fuck how the fuck how do I do that mm -hmm. I want to do that 
it's such a shame, isn't it? Like, how oh, there's yeah, drag brunches and things like that. Like, why can't we do it? Yeah, it's I know it's such a shame because there never seems to be things like that in this area, does it? It always seems to be just that little bit out of reach or that little bit where you think, mm. yeah, and then when it when it does come to this area, people are like, oh my God, it's a brand new thing and like it's never been done before. And you're like, no, we're just late. Like in terms of drag, we're in the Middle Ages. Yeah, like, we're tardy. We? Everyone's living in 2030, we're, we're living in 1930. Absolutely, we're tardy we're to the party, the man. Depression at the moment. The Great Depression, sorry. But yeah. Feels like the fucking pro- it feels like the fucking prohibition as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Honest to God. We're speaking of pro speaking of prohibition, are you doing uh, I say as she's drinking, are you doing dry January Frida? I'm a fuck. I'm a fuck. I had uh two glasses of gin. You know when you like um refer yourself to like you know when you have to like phone up the doctors or whatever for whatever issue you have? Um yes. Or, well, now you have to sign a form, but you know, you have to basically call up doctors and say, Hi, I need some kind of medication. And they ask yeah. you what, how many units of alcohol you're drinking. And so right. I was literally sat there at work doing maths, like, Well, hang on, how many units is gin? How many units is a martini? And let me just like times that by how many glasses I have a night and then how many like days a week. And then I was just like, And let's just like divide that by two because, uh, that's not good. That doesn't look yeah. good. Yeah. I was going to say, you, they're gonna get, because they're going to send you to a class after work. You've got to go but to like, a group. Have you got a driving licence? <laughs> I've never drove drunk. I'm not that girl. No. Very yeah. safe. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Clunk. you. No, I'm See, well, you, you've potentially saved someone's life. Yeah. Don't drink and drive, kids. Don't drink and drive. But um, but also, oh my god, um, back on the top of social media though, you know, uh, like kids these days are seeing are going to social media a lot earlier than we did. Yeah. Like, how old were you when you first got your either Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever? How old were you? Oh, um, well, I was kind of already like an adult when Facebook came out. Oh shit! Yeah, I forget you're old. So I, I think I was kind of like, was it maybe, oh, 20, 19, 18, 19, 20, that kind of age. Okay. Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So I think yeah, well, I was. I think well, we might have just finished. I might have just qualified as a hairdresser. So yeah. I think I was about 18. Okay. And do you, think, do you think you would be different now if you had discovered social media earlier in life? Oh, my God, yeah. Like, uh, my niece is 10, mm-hmm. and she's got Instagram, which my sister polices, um, yeah. and it's on my sister's it's on my sister's devices and things. Um, niece, yeah. And, yeah, I think uh, she's so aware of herself. Yeah. At 10 years old. Mm. And it's, I mean, some of them, like, there was these poses she was doing. As you can imagine, what girls do or what they've seen, yeah. especially young, impressionable girls at that age, yeah. when all she does is watch, t- 
these girls on TikTok. And it was like, no, like that's not going on there. And I thought it was, and I thought it was weird because as a child herself, she's not like that. But what she's seen on all these social, like these social media platforms, that's what she, I thought. That's what she feels is acceptable. Yeah. To do and to post in like little captions. Sound, yeah. Not to sound. Like and I think person, not. But like it is really dangerous for little people, little young kids, whether they're yeah. drag artists or not. It is very well, especially people like drag artists, people who want to be singers and whatever, because it's that added bonus of you need to produce content to get people yes. to appearance so you can grow and grow and grow. If you're just a normal, regular person, just posting content to post content because you want to show your life off, then you do you. But like, I think it's very dangerous for little drag people, like yeah. if you're 13, 12, 13, all the way up to about 15, 16 getting like accounts to promote their drag and them to be ridiculed and like or even just complimented because you know even compliments are very dangerous at some point you're always looking for them as soon as you get your first one um well this is it isn't it and i think a lot of it can and a lot of things can be misconstrued and um and yeah it's just it's a very um it's a very dicey subject isn't it really yeah yeah i kind of wish people would like be a child first. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I wish people would enjoy their childhood more. Because I got social media quite young, I think. Um, because I think I was the age where social media just started to come out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas I think now children are sort of grown up. And again, they're getting younger and younger. They're getting like, you know, seven, eight, nine, getting like Twitter and Facebook and whatever. Claudia's got tits out. Baby See, tits and this, this is these. It's the pressure of social media. I feel <laughs> like I have to do. I feel like I have to do that. This is uh, Claudia's way of doing an OnlyFans without signing up for an OnlyFans. This is true. This is true. Please say, pay me in pasties. Well, that's another thing. OnlyFans. Did you see all that thing? Oh my god. Oh, my oh that what thing? Did you see did you see that thing where someone I don't know, I forget who it was, but someone posted I don't even think it was one person, I think it was loads of people that that has happened to. People will post things on OnlyFans that you know you have to subscribe to. And then people will like take those photos of like, you know, um uh of age women, young women. Yes. Early twenties, take those photos of women and then send it to their family. I think it's terrible. I think it's absolutely terrible. Isn't that insane? Yeah, like how dare? Yeah, because I don't, I don't understand how people think that. Some people now, some people do this as a job. Yeah. Um, sex work or whatever you want to call it is a totally valid job. Yeah. And I don't understand how. I don't understand these people who think because this is what people do. They feel they've got a right to invade that person's life so privately. Yeah. Or they can take their pictures and share them, just because that person's put them on their on their their profile and on their their social media platform does not give anybody the right to take it and to distribute it without yeah. that person's permission. And I just think that's a bit a bit low. It's really shit. Like that's going back to that thing of like people think they're just so entitled to opinions of other people's lives and think that they need to change the world and like. When Absolutely. Just- 
know what I mean? If if it's, you're, it's not on, they're not hurting you. They're not. They're not like these sex workers are not have not done anything to you. So why do you need to violate them? And you know. Yeah, there's just there's just no call for it. I think the problem runs maybe is necessarily a little bit deeper, doesn't it? And it's with them other people as opposed to the, their targets. Yeah, and it's also that case of like people will uh, leak nudes of people as well, and it's like, and you know how social media again worldwide instant like that yeah. forever. Nothing can get deleted on social media, even though the state can get deleted. It's still there. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's the history. Yeah, because. Absolutely. Or there's someone or someone screenshot it and it is it is somewhere. Yeah. It is out there. And once it's out there, there is no getting it back. On a lighter note though, if it wasn't for social media, President Trump wouldn't have been impeached. So I mean you know, guys and girls. Yeah. We'll, we'll all drink to that. I'm not drinking today. What the fuck? Did you see like the way he reacted to those people storming the capital. I mean, that guy is just absolutely fucking mental, isn't he? That is, he would, he, I think he would have willingly let them, them people just destroy that full building. Yeah, all because he didn't get his own way. Yeah. I think... It, it's like something off a film. Yeah. People don't sort of, I think, um, yeah, people don't, in the UK, people don't really realise how much American politics affects UK politics and vice versa. I think our countries are quite interlinked in the sense we sort of um, affect each other in what we're doing, yeah. what we're past and whatever. So I, if I, you know, not to speak on behalf of all Americans, but I am a lot calmer now that, He's out and Biden's in. Because listen. Yeah, I feel a lot safer. Biden's got shit. Biden's got, you know, we're not blowing his trumpet. Biden's got still got shit on him. Absolutely. That he can that he still needs to be held accountable for. However, less of two evils. You know what I mean? And speaking of Joe Biden, can we just talk about that inauguration, please? Uh-huh. Yeah. Because fuck me. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris really did say gay rights, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. They really did say that. <laughs> I was like, I just lived. I absolutely lived. That was and, that, that was camp. Right, so you had, like, the first ladies coming out looking like the Powerpuff Girls. They were all yeah. in, like, very gorgeous, just monochromatic colours. And then you had Lady Gaga singing at the inauguration with, like, J-Lo looking stunning as ever. Um, with her three bun with her three bundle ponytail. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, that hair was just like, oh please. And did you see those memes on um I don't know if you have I don't know if you've seen them, but like did you see those memes of uh what Michelle looked looked like at the Trump inauguration versus what she looked like at the Biden inauguration? Hello? Who was it, sorry? <laughs> Claudia's just fully blanked out. Claudia fully just passed out. Michelle, no, you've told no, because you all went you went crackly, that was all. Oh, did I? Sorry. Oh my god, Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama looked like an absolute queen. But did you see like the difference between her at Trump's and her at Biden's? 
Absolutely. Michelle turned, was, up, like, Michelle turned up in her pyjamas to Trump's. Like. <laughs> yeah, it was like the whole Sheree Blair open in the dark kind of thing. Yeah, wasn't it? It was like, like I need to get the kids to school. <laughs> yes. She's like, I need to get the kids to school. Like, I'm not going to fucking get yeah, it. I'm, I'm going by. Where is it? Bye, hon. Where is Biden? She started getting ready like five hours ago. And she turned up looking. Yeah, she looked like an absolute queen. This lady. The dead, didn't that? Yeah. I'm just, um, yeah, I mean, I know he's, yeah, he's got his, his, um, his misgivings and a past and all the rest of it. They all have. They're not, not one of them is, same as British politics, is it? Not one of them's clean. Yeah. But I feel so much. I feel so much more like at ease and less of afraid of the threat of a nuclear attack. Yes, yes, exactly. Now that now that Biden's in, but I did see an article the other day. I'm not sure if you did, but it said that Trump refused to hand over the nuclear codes to Biden. The fuck? Like he refused to give him the codes. Why does he think that? Like. Biden's like number one thing on the list. I'm gonna nuke Trump. Like I, I don't have. I have no clue whether it was this a lasting like hold to try and gain quite some form of control. But it said he refused to give him the new these nuclear cords, and it's like what the heck? Like, you know what the thing what is? Well, I was uh, I was talking to Dick ages ago, right? And Dick was Dick was saying he was like, um, he's he can guarantee it that like. I mean, not to jinx it or whatever. You can guarantee that someone's going to try and assassinate Joe Biden. Because if you look at Joe Biden's followers and you look at Trump's followers, who's most likely to assassinate someone? Oh, my, abso absolutely. You know like, I mean? Joe, you, you in danger, girl. <laughs> Joe, you in danger, girl. There, there is a, there's going to be one of them little moving bushes, isn't there? Them bushes around the White House are going to start jumping and rearranging themselves. Because there'll be some crazy little Trump supporter in there. Legit, legit. Well, I heard that apparently if you have, like, a view to the Capitol when that inauguration's happening, or if, like, you're in some kind of proximity of the president or some kind, or the first lady or whatever, if they're visiting your city, I don't know if it's the same with the royal family here or if it's the same with the prime minister here, but, like, yeah. there will be Secret Service agents scouring your house and literally watching your every move. Like, if they're out for dinner, oh, yeah. those secret, secret service agents are sat in the restaurant with you and just watching you to make sure you're not going to do anything funny. Just mental, isn't it? Absolutely crazy. Like that would happen with Boris. People would be like, I don't... Oh, uh, please. You can get these... They'd they tell you where he was. You are? They would tell you where he was. <laughs> they would say, this is his address. Go there. Uh -huh. He is here now. Do you remember when... We will escort you. Do you remember when it went viral that uh, someone threw a milkshake on Nigel Farage? It was in Newcastle. Oh, yes. It, that was almost as iconic as when someone egged John Prescott. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> that was didn't they egg him twice? But didn't they egg him twice? Uh -huh. I, I, I remember someone did something to, um, something, I think it was Ed Miliband. Someone egged Ed Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry, Ed. <laughs> Wrong brother. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's the thing as well. Social media plays a really good big part in politics. 
Yeah. And I think, well, this is it. And especially with politics and social media, everybody becomes a politician. Yes, 100%. But, yeah. I mean, I mean, as me and you know, we have um, we have Tesco, who is the Drag team. Idol's answer to Nagaman Shetty, who she, she's just constantly on on the ball, isn't she? She's like David John Suchet, sorry. But like that's the thing, like Tesco at the beginning of the year, beginning of twenty twenty, could not name you the prime minister, could not like name you the a time when she's voted like she has no flipping clue about anything and anything and then suddenly just overnight she sort of becomes like politics makes her seem intelligent yes like you forget that Tess doesn't know how to tie her on shoelaces <laughs> oh she really doesn't know does she <laughs> no she no. really doesn't know how to tie her on shoes we love Tesco here. We love Tesco. Um, I love that. But that's a yeah, that's a thing. Tesco fully like overnight was just like, I'm gonna try and find out what's happening in this world. And she was researching like the coronavirus. Yeah, she downloaded she downloaded BBC News and she fucking sat there. She read every single article, didn't she? And she come back and she was telling us what was happening, like Chechnya, and like giving us a run like the rundown of all these different things, wasn't she? That's the thing. Boris goes live whenever I'm at work or just about to finish work. And so I can never watch it. And so Tess will be messaging, like, live messaging us, just being like, so this is what's happening. This is what's happened with coronavirus. And um, this is what Boris Johnson's saying. He's a fucking twat. Essentially. Yeah, it's just hilarious. And I was like, thank you, Tesco. Thank you very much for that. Really appreciate it. Ooh. I just whacked me tooth on me metal straw. Oh, so how's how's your how's your weekend been, Frida? My weekend, um, it's just on on a lighter note. Oh, on a lighter note, yeah. Because oh, have, have you tried? Oh, have you tried your teeth? What? What? Did you twat your teeth there with your straw? Yes, I just told you. <laughs> did you twat your teeth with the straw? Yes, I did, Claudia. Yes, I did. Are you a crackly again? <laughs> right okay it's fabulous <laughs> um how's my week been my <laughs> my week has yeah. been a roller coaster ebb and flows let's just say that but uh it's been that week really um i've we announced a podcast yesterday we did indeed and it got a very good response so i'm very excited it did to, because by the time this comes out, we are filming all the episodes in bulk and then shipping them off. Um, yeah. So, yeah, just because by the time this comes out, we might know who the winner of Drug Idol is. We could. I mean, I'm, I mean, I highly doubt it, but... <laughs> I mean, my head's ready. My head is ready. Um, But uh, what was I saying? Yeah, it's... it's Psych, it's... Psych, it's really share. <laughs> but um yeah, it's been a, it has been a good week. I'm not even gonna lie. Um I've like personally I've done a lot of really cool projects this week and got my like head into sort of where I wanna be in the next so many years. Um yeah. uh 
a lot apart from like a lot of shit things that happened a lot of really cool things happened that I kind of need to remember that oh that's actually really cool and that really happened and I'm very excited for my future fabulous yeah try yeah don't don't focus necessarily on the little things that have that have tripped you up focus exactly. on the end goal on the end goal exactly exactly focus Foc- we're focused we are focused. we are driven but um I, I, I've got a really, I've got a lot of plans for like shows that I want to do, um, and things I want to get you involved with. If you're up Ooh. for it. Well, yeah, of course. Class. I'm up for anything, they are. I'm one of them girls. I'm up for anything. Good. Oh, I'm glad. Just, well done. Just don't put it in my mouth after you've stuck it in my bum because I won't do that. <laughs> I'm not one. I'm not one of. I'm not one of them types of girls. Take notes, guys. Take notes. Take notes. Take notes. Ye- yeast. Okay. Cool. Um, what have you got so planned funny. for like when Drag Isle finally finishes, or even just when the bars reopen? What is the type of things that you kind of want to do? Yeah. I want to go out and I want to cause absolute murder. Okay. Who's on the top of your list? I want to go out. I want to just want to cause. I just want to go out and have. And at first, I think I'll be too excited to do anything, and I will just go wild. Uh huh. I just want to see people more than anything. I think I just want to see people, like even people that do you know that you only know from from work necessarily when you, when you're working the bar or on the scene. Yeah. And. Even them, them really fucking drunk annoying people that always torture you when you're at work. Yeah. I even I even miss them. I want yeah. I will never tell any I will never tell any any one of them to go away and leave me alone ever again. Well Because I just miss them so much. That's the thing. I used to work at a cafe and I haven't been there since like over a year ago because of COVID yeah. and it's not really opening properly. So I haven't really been given a job there. Um and you and you do you miss the locals you miss the people that you used to just sort of see every day yeah and I'm just I just I just want root it I would yeah I just want my life back and but I understand we all we all we're all in the same boat yeah well yeah I just can't wait to have our lives back yeah I just want yeah my life back and to have fun again and yeah and perform and and wear bonnie frocks and. Shake my titties. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And drink shots and you know when, suck boys' willies in alleyways. You know when you've got all these ideas for things and you've got all these things that you really yeah. want to do and then it, you just need to wait like for it to happen. Like you just need to wait for bars to open so it can happen. Yeah, it's ter- I know, and it, you just sat there like... Yeah you've like I've got like your thumbs and it's you've got like a book full of things that you want to do but it's just sort of waiting for the the country sort of shut out really yeah and the book sat there just collecting dust exactly yeah isn't it it's like oh it's so frustrating I know like create creative wise because you think as because like you say it just as time goes on there's more and more things that you want to do and then it's like, are you eventually going to get to do these things that you thought of? Or by the time it's come out, we're all allowed back out. 
is it still going to read well? Is it still going to land well? Is it relevant still? Is it not? Yeah. Or you know, it's it's funny, isn't it? Can I also though, a, can I also say um back on the topic of social media though, is that um there are a lot of things that I wouldn't have been able to do this year if it wasn't for social media. Yes. There's like a lot of people that I've been put into contact with that are across the world in Australia, America, whatever. I did a Queens, an AFAB Queens only show yeah. um, around the beginning of the lockdown last year, which uh, a lot of people saw, which is really, really cool. And it had people from all over the world, like people from New York, people from Texas, people from Perth in Australia, people from up and down the country in England and the UK and whatever. And it was so amazing. And like, I'd never would have been able to see these queens perform and being able to get in touch with these queens. And I would, and people watching it would never have been able to see these queens perform if it wasn't for social media. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it could be, it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? It can, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Exactly, exactly. You know, you think on one hand it's, on one hand, it's got it's got its bad sides. Yeah. On the on the other hand, it's uh-huh. been like a lifeline and a in a saviour. Yeah. I think to a lot of people, uh-huh. especially and, for like performers and entertainers. Uh huh. And I mean, if it wasn't for social media and things being online as well, I really don't know how I would have been able to perform. Like when I came back to Drag Idol in the semi-final, I don't know if I would have been worse or better or if I'd just not changed at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and That's I, the thing, isn't it? Because you, you kind of think, have you become stagnant, isn't it, if you don't do anything? Yeah. Which, again, like we addressed in Gladys's episode, it's that kind of peer pressure again. Yeah. It's Creeping in, isn't it? Not being able to use that muscle and work that muscle. Yeah. Um, and it you sort of just become a bit low. <laughs> exactly. Oh, sorry, I was just I was just working my muscles. <laughs> if you're not watching the video version of this podcast, honestly, you're only getting half the story. Let's be real. Holy shit. And you're no. getting half of my breasts. <laughs> but also, like, I don't want to talk about drag race, but you know, this is a drag podcast at the end of the day. Um, yeah, with drag race as well, is that a lot of it, especially the past, let's say, two, three seasons? No, how many seasons have there been? We've got two US ones, one All Stars, and one UK. They've all been online, all their promos been online, all of their like interviews and things. They can't really do anything in person, yeah. you know. Um, which I guess for them, like, I'd if. I mean, I can't speak for them, but if I was the winner of season 12, I would not have wanted to do that. I would not have wanted to be, to do the final in my living room. Let's just say that. Yeah, very, yeah, same. I wouldn't have wanted to do that either. No. But then you've also got... That's not... Again, you've also got people like Sherry Pye, who, if it wasn't the social media, they would still be in the episode and probably in a very good chance of winning. And probably still pre- like being a predatory yeah, animal. Exactly. And we, again, we... Would she would have still been doing what she was doing. I mean, she's, like, gone. 
I don't know where she's gone, but she's gone. I know that she's jail. Alive. I know that she's still alive. I've heard stories from Drag Race girls saying, not personally, but like in interviews and things. I know that she's still yeah. Alive. You know, I mean, oh. our own little sherry pie that we've got on our Drag Idol season. Um, yes. Her career's gone. Let's just say that right now. I don't know what she's gonna do. Um, okay, the new. You are. Okay, the new. Yeah. <laughs> um, because uh, I I don't really want to talk about it, but let's just say like that really sort of shook things up. I think. Do you not feel like you know when you when from that period of the quarterfinals, the semi-final of Drag Idol, and that yeah. last break. And there was like people dropping out left, right, and center, just sort of people going and going and going for whatever reason. Do you not did you not sort of sit there and think from a selfish point of view, the more people drop out, the better it is for me. So Oh totally. I was like, right, everyone should drop out. I heard I saw Anita drop out and I um I saw yeah, I saw like Anita not being there and then Tess not being there. And I was just sort of being like, well, you know, um, I don't really care. Like, it's sad, yeah. but uh, I've actually got a good chance of being the final now, so. Yeah, I was like, all right, okay, bye, bitches. Uh-huh. I was like, it's been lovely to meet you. Um, thanks for coming. Uh-huh. Um, I'll see I'll, I'll see you about. <laughs> I'll not see you in the final. Was, yeah, and I, yeah, and I was like, right, there's seven... Seven of us left. I think you six should drop out. Yeah. <laughs> but the worst of us people dropping out and from like, I feel like I've already said this, but from like a, a personal point of view, great, do it. Fantastic. I want to win. But another point of view, but another side of us is just like, fuck's sake, I want someone to compete against. Yeah. Yeah. If everyone drops out, it's going to be like, what the fuck? What's the point? What's honestly the point? Like if, like if I was going to say, because if you dropped out, then what's the point of doing the competition? Because we're not well, all. We've got, you, anyway. comp- well, well, we can no. We you get humoured, love. <laughs> I'm telling you, no, I'm honestly, honestly, we we can laugh and joke, but Cher's going to win. I, uh, you know what, right? Genuinely being serious about this, drag out the final, uh, because we do joke about it a lot. Um, I honestly don't know who's going to win. I don't think it would actually, I don't think it would matter that much anyway. Um, only because we've all came, we've all came on. Yeah. A lot, you know, from the, and we're all, and we're, we're friends now, so it's not as if there would, I think anyone who won, other people would be genuinely happy for them well that's the thing like i was having this conversation with someone the other day and i was like yes uh i've heard all the nice things about me like about me and about people wanting me to win but that's all that i'm hearing i'm not hearing what people are saying to claudia and what people are saying to share and also like it's not really up to um everyone else it's really just up to the judges and if you're good that night then you you'll win and yeah we've seen sort of how much people's journeys can just change 
drastically oh, absolutely. in a few months. Like you had Crystal who was right at the top, suddenly go right at the bottom and then vice versa. You had me who was quite, not right at the bottom, but sort of near, near to the bottom. Um, then just shoot right up and be in the final, which I don't think a lot of people saw coming. So I'm quite glad about that, that I um, yeah. changed people's expectations. Absolutely. Well, I think I think sometimes it's different to seeing like, again with um, AFAB Queens on TV is to sit there and see and, and then thinking, ah, oh, right, then you've got, I think some people have to eat a little bit of humble pie sometimes, yeah. isn't it? Because, yeah, or what they see on TV is totally different to see, to sat, to being sat there and physically watching someone do it. Yeah, exactly. And then when that person makes you eat your words mm-hmm. and it's like, fucking eat that bitch. At the end of the day, we're all doing the same thing. We're all performing, yeah. we're all lip syncing, we're all putting a wig on and coursing our body <laughs> and putting on heels that hurt our feet. Like, we're all doing the same thing. So yeah, we're all bringing shame. We're all bringing shame to our families, so it's cool. <laughs> we're all, we're all, <laughs> we all come from a line of deep humiliation and abuse. So, <laughs> why does it matter what you've got between your legs? Yeah, we've, we've, we've all got we've all we've all got daddy issues. We're all like, <laughs> we're all disturbed. <laughs> we've all been bullied at school, so just let us live. Just let us live. Just let me do my thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Keep out of my life and I'll keep out of yours. You what? Isn't you... it? It's like you keep out of my life and I'll keep out of yours. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is there any kind of advice that you would give to, like, people um, sort of not be, like, because I think me and you are very good at social media, in a sense. Yeah. As good as you can be, really. Yeah. Like, I think I we agree. keep people, I don't know, keep people interested, I guess. Um, is there sort of any advice you could give to people, uh, to people who aren't really grasping it and don't really know what to do with it, but also to the younger generation um, and how to navigate social media and not really pay attention to the big voices and the big yeah. and stuff um for people that necessarily who don't know how to or especially if it's um slightly older people and they're coming and they're just finding the feet drag wise like how we would have been a couple of years ago yeah um i do think like the importance of learning um i mean i know there's all this thing isn't about people are like funny about what times they post yeah they only post at certain times of the day and they'll use certain hashtags and that kind of thing. And I think that would all that I think that would kind of be a piece of advice to someone who was maybe starting out drag wise or performance wise or makeup wise or that kind of thing. Maybe it's learn your hashtag, learn your audience who you want to appeal to a little bit more if it's slightly more niche and kind of go down that route. You know what I've found, uh, which I only found out recently hilarious, is that if you use a hashtag that always use hashtags that people follow because then you appear on people's feeds more yeah which i'd never realized until like a few months ago and i was like oh my god people can follow hashtags and then your posts are on their feed on that hashtag yeah i know it's it's crazy isn't it yeah but also i think yeah a lot of them if they if they're um if they're 
they keep an eye on them. There's kind of they'll find they'll find other people who are starting out as well, depending on what hashtags they follow. And you know, they can have their own little communities anyway, I suppose. Like with me, I follow the drag idol hashtag in case anyone has hashtag something with drag idol in and yeah. going the show or whatever. Um, and then the also other one I follow is I know it's a really outdated term, but I don't care. Uh, the AFAB drag queen hashtag because I want to find yeah. more AFAB drag queens to follow. Fabulous. There you go. That's the ones I follow in case anyone's wondering, in case anyone's to like hashtag their shit is that. Um, um, and I I follow um, Big Massive Cox on there and um, Big Hairy Sugar Daddies that are nearly dead. <laughs> They're the two. In case anyone was wondering what I follow. A very specific type. So if you are listening and you are big, hairy, and uh, have a massive cock and are about to die. And are rich. And rich. And rich. about And about to die. Message Claudia. Thank you. She'll have a checklist um, and she'll mark it off when on your first date. Hope you die soon. <laughs> Um, but what about like little people, like little young people? Because I, we touched on it before, but like people are finding social media earlier and earlier. And like you said, with your niece, people are sort of are very impressionable and they will get um, they will get compliments and they will get criticisms. And it'll really mess with people, especially people who are wanting to be a social influencer or some kind of person in the public eye. It's really going to mess with you trying to constantly find that like um what's the word like sort of acceptance in a way sort of that like yeah you know what I mean appreciation and stuff um yeah it I don't know like I personally find it really not uncomfortable but like it's uh I do worry for the young younger generation who want to be in the public eye and social media is already competitive enough so to put the so to put like work into it as well and the fact that you need the more followers you have on social media the more successful apparently you are as a drag queen yeah um it's it's summit isn't it it's really summit it is yeah i find it um, yeah i just feel like the dangers i think should be spoke about more in school as well yeah um, I do think that needs to be addressed more at, at that level um, when they're all there together because, like I said, they're all so impressed about that age and they're constantly on them devices and they'll talk to each other on there and they add each other and whatever. And I, I just think it needs to, it just, it wouldn't be so much, maybe it wouldn't be so much of an issue if it was touched on more of the dangers. Because you've got... I don't, yeah. I don't necessarily think that is... Because you've got the education of don't talk to strangers because there could be little like seedy men in white bands. But they don't really talk about the mental health side of it. Yeah. You know? That's true. Like that's... And again, I think... Yeah, and because a lot of these kids, they're so, because they're so impressionable and a lot of their lives are on there. That's all they've known is being that, that technology kind of based well not living almost but it's everything that they've got or something that they're going to do everything is nine times out of ten 
electronic and on a social media account or there's some platform where other people can get to you yeah exactly yeah and i just feel like the yeah the implications and the mental health side should be addressed more because a lot of these kids it's like you say some of them are getting sad bullied there was kids last year that or the year before was he eight or nine years old and he hung himself yeah again because he was bullied over social media mm -hmm. yeah and this is this is a baby of nine years old yeah and i just think it's absolutely terrible i mean i haven't been to school in quite a long time well not as long as claudia but so i don't really know <laughs> i don't really know what the whole thing about is but also um you've got like really young people interacting with um older people as well like yeah. you've got sort of like the younger queen the, the baby queens in the drag scenes interacting with the older queens and kings in the drag scene and it's great to give that advice to young queens and help them out and you know help them become a part of the scene but at the same time there is a bit of safeguarding with that because in any other circumstance that's just a no-go like 20-year-olds talk yeah. to 15-year-olds. That's just not okay. No, definitely not. So I would like to uh, submit a PSA and say that if you are a young person talking to a very old person, um, maybe, you know, maybe uh, cease that contact or reduce it a little bit. Yeah, so definitely. To not get your, that person trouble and also not put yourself in danger. Because you, you know what no you do not want to see puppies that badly. <laughs> because <laughs> nobody does. I don't. Again, I'm not going to name their names, but there is someone. There was someone on our drag scene who was quite well known, who got into a bit of trouble because they had underaged things, uh, not not great things, um, to do with minors, um, and uh, yeah. That just should be like sort of a wake up call to a lot of people. Definitely. Sort of be like, you really don't know who you're talking to at all. It, genuinely, <coughs> they could seem like the nicest person and they could, like, no one really expected it. Let's just say that. This is it. Did the no one? Yeah. It was all like, what? Yeah. Couldn't exactly. believe it. Um, I, so speaking of social media, who is your like favorite look of? So who, who's your favourite look? Let's brighten it up a bit. Who's, who was your favourite look this week, this past? Sort of. Oh, I've been, um, I'm going to, it's actually a bit of a local girl, actually. Okay. Um, and it's Cherish um, from Tiny has been doing a lot more makeup recently. So um, and absolutely amazing. And everything she's just churning out is just, every picture calls me a fat, ugly whore. <laughs> isn't that isn't that the thing like you'll see you'll see people posting to you like oh for fuck's sake really yeah and it's like right okay like this bitch is not if she didn't even have a wig on and it was even still and it was like i hate you yeah and it was like this you why are you so perfect but again again boils down pressures of social media boys and girls this is just i am only joking um but no <laughs> yeah but no, some of the things she's churned out which has been absolutely amazing. So she's been my look of the week this week. I mean, uh, 
I don't. By the time this comes out, she might have already posted something. But Anna's been messaging me saying that she's gonna try and start anamorphic. It's gonna it's gonna do more looks and things. So I am excited. I am very oh, amazing. Um, yeah. I don't know what's gonna happen. I really don't know what she's gonna do or when it's gonna be posted. But I am proper buzzing. Proper buzzing. Proper buzzing. Can't even do what George accent means. <laughs> um, the content's been re- <laughs> well. I haven't really been on uh, Instagram and whatnot this week as much as I'm I used to. Um, so I can't really say a look that I've seen properly. Hang on, I'm checking the Instagrams. Oh, oh you on the Instagrams? Oh. No, um, Sally trademark. Right, okay. Sally trademark. If you don't know, she's a queen from South Shields. I'll show you, Claudia, because I don't know if you've seen it. But Sai trademarked this really cool look. There. Oh, I love that. And it was sort of one of those yeah, things. I love that. Myself. And it was sort of one of those things where I was like, oh, great. Yeah, now yeah. I've got to do something now. Mint. That's, um, that is amazing. And um, as a friend, I'm like... That's incredible, but as a as a drag person on on social media, I was sort of just like, nice, thank you, thanks, Sally. Yeah, cheers for that. Showing me how much I should uh, quit drag right now. Thanks. (laughs) Um, and who is I know we've already kind of said, but who is your king and queen of the week? Oh, do you know? Again, we don't know. We don't talk about drag race much, but I'm going to say Cherry Valentine's my queen of the oh, week. Well, she is technically local. She is technically local. Yeah, oh, yeah, she is. Um, um, but yeah, I think she was. She's been my queen of the week. I just think she was did. I think she did great on Tuesday, uh, um, the last episode, and I was a bit, I was a bit shocked. I was gutted. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of thought out of. I mean, those ro- that that sort of trio in general wasn't great, but I think out of that trio, I don't think Cherry should have gone home. I think it really, realistically, I think she should have been switched with Sister Sister. I agree. I agree. Just, just like sort of, I guess. Um, yeah, I think Rose clearly spoken crack. Yeah. I mean, they're judging. The last two weeks. Their judging has been very, very strange. But, um, it has. But yeah, Cherry Valentine. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good one, actually. Let's say Cherry Valentine is our Queen of the Week. Queen of the Week, yes. Queen of the Fabulous. Week. Yeah. Cause she is well done, queen. Cherry. She is. Um, you, well done, Cherry. You've won absolutely fuck all. But it's the accolade of being Queen of the Week. <laughs> You've won the knowledge that you are Queen. Yes. <laughs> And that is most important. Um, I mean, you can't buy that. Money can't buy that. <laughs> and do you have any kind of like tip, tip of the week as well? Oh. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Another another little tip of the week. Yeah. If anyone likes to cook gammon uh-huh. in a slow cooker, uh-huh. half a cup of brown sugar on the bottom, then put your gammon on top. Uh-huh. Then put another cup of 
another half cup of brown sugar on top of the gammon, no water, let it cook for two hours, the sugar draws the, the salt out of the gammon and it makes a fabulous gravy. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's my advice for the week. I've got a cooking tip of the week as well. If you are wanting to cook um, salmon or broccoli or both in the work microwave, maybe don't. Maybe don't. Uh, or wrap it in tin foil and then try. Yeah. Put, uh, make sure you like really douse the, uh, the microwave in some kind of scented bleach afterwards so I don't smell it. Yes. And yeah, maybe don't that. do that at work. <laughs> And that, my friends, is my tip of the week. You are very welcome. I mean, well, these are going to be, they're so well informed, our listeners, aren't they? You know, right, listen, we don't just give drag tips. We're not just the RuPaul of Newcastle. We're also the Nigella Lawson of Newcastle, so. Isn't it? And life, like life coach, I feel like, well, not Joe Wicks, but what's the other one called? Uh, Bear Grylls? Um, Fern Britain. <laughs> She does things like that, doesn't she? I feel like Fern Britain. And the other Fern, Fern Cotton. Y yeah. That one as well. I feel like we, we touch all aspects of people's lives. This isn't just, this isn't just like drag entertainment. Yeah. This is life school. Yeah. I 100% agree. I think uh, we, we are definitely changing the world uh, one step at a time. I totally agree. I think yes. <laughs> um. This was a great episode. I really enjoyed this. I have. We've I have as well. Really gone I'm, deep. We always do go deep. Go deep or go home. Exactly. Go deep, or, go deep or get out of my asshole. <laughs> if you're not touching my insides, get the fuck out. <laughs> exactly. Not in. Get the fuck out. Um, thank you very much, Claudia. This was fun. Uh, you are, thank you. I've loved every minute of the project. And... Uh, can we spoil who the guest is for next week? Uh, yes, we can. So, um, boys and girls. I don't know what look forward to. Well, boys and girls, next week we have the one and only, the teeny, the tiny. The mother the, of all the chain-smoking, The chain-smoking, Chinese-eating alcoholic from Chilton. It's my <laughs> mother, the most gorgeous little thing ever, Gucci Gabor. Can I just say, I was very stressed getting ready because I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be filmed with Gucci later. I need to look the best I've ever looked. Joan, she sent me a picture earlier saying, do I look okay? And I was like, fuck off now. <laughs> I was like, just go away now. Just fuck off. Um, I thank you very yeah, much. And um, thank you, everyone. Thank you, too. I'm going to do a quick with Ken. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Thank you, everybody, for listening and um, listening. Keep on dragging, support the dolls. Uh, I love you very much. And always wipe front to back. Always wipe front to back. Thank you very much. Uh, see you later. Bye. Bye.